I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot hello magical friends i'm ali michelle and i'm raquel mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic yes we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today listen to that listen to your energy listen to that feminine superpower that's always been telling you what you need and what's right for you you are more intuitive than you can even comprehend now let the magic begin dear yomis it's raquel and i love you for all the support you have been giving me and your own magic this past month i love you so much i'm really excited because i'm about to head out and be in the presence of a divine goddess who i have had the pleasure of getting to know a little more over the course of this past month here in new zealand and tribe you guys this is her second time as a guest on yom ali and i have only had one other guest our friend Koi Fresco, who had been on here twice before, and now our friend Emma is having a well-deserved part two. And for those of you who don't know who Emma is, Emma Milden, well, she was one of my favorite authors. Um, I carried her, before I even knew her, I carried her international bestseller, The Soul Searcher's Handbook, with me throughout my solo travels around Southeast Asia. And it was one of my introductions to so many self-explorative systems like astrology and numerology, crystals, feng shui, tarot decks, aromatherapy, yada, yada, yada. You know, you know, all the fun, mystic, woo-woo stuff that I'm very into and Allie's very into too. And Allie carried with her, Emma with her everywhere as well. And we talked all about those things on the very first podcast, those wonderful mystic woo-woo 
things, but this podcast, we're going to be focusing in on something limitless. Every goddess has the right to own her goddess feminine powers. Yes, I know. I think I have you at the edge of your seats now, so soon I'll be carrying her upcoming bestseller. I just want to manifest that and put that into the universe. Her upcoming bestseller, international bestseller, I'll be carrying this upcoming book on my solo travels around Europe, and I am honored to be soon gifted, hopefully, she said, a draft of her upcoming book, Evolution of Goddess, A Modern Girl's Guide to Activating Your Feminine Superpowers. What a title, right? Ah, I'm so excited. Emma is also the creator of Wabi Sabi Magazine and a columnist, speaker, spiritual activist. And I'd also like to say she's quite a bit of a Kiwi celebrity here in New Zealand. (laughs) Kiwi, by the way, for those of you might not know, which I think if you've been listening to the podcast the past few weeks, you know, um, because I'm clearly a fan of kiwis. Yes, the fruit, but also the kiwi people, which is what you call people from New Zealand. I used to call them New Zealanders because I didn't know, but nope, they're kiwis. So she's a bit of a kiwi celebrity here. I'll be hanging out in what I visualize. I haven't been there yet, but I visualize it's very feng shui, goddess-esque white bright home with her adorable white German shepherd, Luna. Oh, she's so cute. She's such a ham. We walk with her and they and all the dogs and all the children just stop and actually, no, just all the people, all the beings uh, stop and have to give her some love. We could take two steps and she's a little Kiwi celebrity herself. So, and also potentially her sweetheart fiance, Brad, who I also adore. And I just visualize that I'll be surrounded by so many crystals and candles and just so many high vibe energies all around. I'm so excited to have this chit chat with her on my last days in New Zealand. Uh, We were going to go see that movie, A Wrinkle in Time, today with Oprah and Mindy Kaling and Reese Witherspoon, who I love. And if you haven't listened to that Super Soul Sunday, by the way, with Mindy Kaling and Reese Witherspoon and the one with just Reese Witherspoon alone, talking to Oprah, you need to. It is a must. Speaking of tapping into your divine goddess energy and owning it. Anyways, apparently New Zealand doesn't get to see it, that movie, till March 25th. What in the world? Why are they so behind the times? Well, that makes me really realize I didn't take enough advantage of release dates in America. Um, But I will be seeing that next week when I'm back in Hawaii. I'll probably see it with my niece and nephew who are flying in from Japan to see me in Hawaii. And I'll be spending 10 days with them on our annual family vacation. Last year we had it in Bali because I was in Bali and before that San Diego because I was in SoCal. I think that they, my whole family actually just kind of flocks to wherever I am living in that, that during that time, I guess. Uh, so maybe next year Europe, I don't know, maybe Hawaii again. But instead of staying in Hawaii this time, I prayed to the universe for a sign as to where I should go. And I, I mean, Hawaii wasn't off the market. I was thinking like, maybe I will go to Hawaii. I thought I was supposed to go to LA, but for some reason I was feeling a resistance to LA. Um, I don't know if it's because I think that I might end up settling there someday or it's because I spent eight years there and it's time for me to evolve and expand and continue to travel, solo travel. That has been a great theme of mine the past few years. Um, and 
I also thought it was New York, which was weird, but I think that that was just an idea for me to open my mind to a big city because I didn't want to really go to London or New York or LA because it is a big city. Um, but Auckland helped open my eye to the beauty of a big city. Um, but since the universe knows I'd rather be living in the trees because I'm such a forest child, um, I now have my mind open again, my heart open again to a big city. And I got this sweet deal of a ticket, a one-way far, far, far away from any forests in London. <laughs> I am so excited though. And I manifested this dream white bright space to stay in less than what I usually pay for for an Airbnb. And I couldn't believe how easily that this aligned. Actually, no, I should rephrase that because let's be honest, we're all manifestors and we're all limitless. So should we should really shouldn't be surprised when our manifestations come into fruition. We should just be grateful. Like we should just be so appreciative. Like what? Thank you for gifting me this. I just decided to pray and surrender and give it to the hands of the universe. And voila, it was pretty cool how it happened. Then that night I ended up having some amazing dreams of experiences in London that I really hope would come true. And I want to share, but I don't want to jinx it. But no, nope. again, I want to rephrase that because I don't really believe in jinxing because I don't want to believe in jinxing. So in that case, um, and maybe just speaking it out loud, it will come true. So I had a dream that this beautiful man with red hair, which I never thought that I would want to. It's not that I, I actually have always been attracted to men with red hair. Um, and But I just never thought that that would be somebody that I would really want. And right now I have a great desire to date a redhead um, because there's something about them. And he was so heart-centered and sweet and had his dreamy UK accent. So tribe, let's see if that was a psychic dream. That would be so insane. Actually, no, because again, we can't be surprised if, if what we dream about comes into fruition. Um, so yes, I'm on my way to London in a few weeks. Let me know if you're in London and who knows, maybe I'll just hang out in Europe all summer or maybe longer because I want to go to Germany. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to France. I want I really want to go to Denmark. I really want to go to Scotland because I'm 50% squat Scottish. Uh, just flying and gliding where the wind takes me. Tell me where, if you're in Europe, because I know we have a lot of listeners from Europe, tell me where I should go, where places I should eat. Um, I'm excited to try all the food there, but for those of you that are not traveling and actually have an address, will you please do me a favor and take advantage of this sweet deal from Thrive Market? If you haven't hopped on this deal from our sponsor, Thrive, I don't know what you're doing because the Soul Tribe has manifested $60 worth of free high quality groceries. $60 free people. It's amazing. And it's not a trick. Also home supplies and other goods that they provide just for signing up. And the goods are up to 50% less than anything you'll find at the Matrix grocery stores. And my favorite part is that you can narrow your search down to whatever your diet is such as vegan or gluten-free or paleo or raw. And like I said, Thrive wants to gift the Your Own Magic listeners $60 worth of free groceries plus free shipping 
and a free 30-day trial. Okay? No catch. So why not? <laughs> Make two accounts. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Sign up at thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic and you will instantly receive 60 buckaroos worth of organic groceries, home goods, beauty goods, and even pet supplies of your choice. That again is thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic and voila. Hopefully you'll get some good stuff. Anyways, Allie loves you guys, by the way, and she'll be in this episode in spirit. I will feel her presence there while I am with Emma. Emma and Allie have such a strong bond, too. Um, but Allie will be back soon, guys. I promise. I know. I know. Uh, she's been... I'm so thankful that you guys... I'm really, really thankful that so many of you are tuning in and loving all of the episodes that... Or the past two episodes, which have not featured our wonderful Allie. Um, but... Uh, I've received so much love from my solo episode and a lot of people that relate to that (laughs) body image and eating disorder issues, which I have definitely experienced. So I'm so glad to connect with you guys on that level and thank you for that. It really means the world. Um, We also have lots of amazing guests coming on the show this upcoming month. We've booked so many for April that have made a great impact in the world. I can't wait for you guys to hear their wisdom. So, wow, it's been about 11 minutes now, so okay. And plus, it's a quarter past six, so I need to head to Emma's to talk all things goddess and tapping into our divine feminine superpowers. Love you guys. Enjoy, Emma. Always, uh oh. Wait, tell me why you have to always cut with your left hand. It's this tarot roll. Oh, by the way, we're playing tarot decks. Dick. <laughs> oh my god. Straight into it. Straight into it. We're playing with tarot decks. Tarot. Or as Kiwi, t- Kiwi say, tarot decks. Yeah, dicks. grab your dick, my love. <laughs> Get your hands with on the that left dick. Hand. <laughs> you can Do shuffle I need to edit this part of the intro out. I don't know. I think I'm going to keep it in. Okay. I'm shuffling. Wait. This is what I usually do. Is. Oh, but I usually use my right hand to choose. Okay. Do what feels right. No, but I'm going to try my left hand now. Yeah. So left. what happens though is that my middle finger gets a kind of a heated sensation. It's interesting. On your right. No, 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 no. It's my ring finger that gets a heated sensation. It's my eczema finger. I don't have eczema anymore, but like <laughs> I had eczema on that finger. Follow that then if it works for you. I'm going to try the left hand, though. Let's uh, try it out. All right. I'm not going to be biased. This one. Ascended Master, Helios and Citrine. Your time to shine. Oh. <laughs> so this is the Crystal Mandala Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. That's Ellie's my favorite. I love her. Yes. Aussie. Okay. What number? Uh, all right. Number 33. Ah, 33. Um, yeah, that's one of my numbers. Three, the masters. Oh. Do you see 333 three, three all the time? All the time. Every day. Or 133, 233, 333, of course, like you just said, 433. Yeah. It is your time to shine. Wow. You do not stand alone. Oh my God. Truth bumps. What? You do not stand alone. Wow. And yet 
You will at times feel as though you are the lone lighthouse shining truth for those lost in a stormy sea of darkness who need help to find their way safely to shore. Oh my gosh, I need to... Can I, I will send you that. Yes. Whether you think of yourself as a healer or not, know that at a deep and true level, your light, attitude, strength, and heart are an inspiration to many, even if you don't consciously realize this. Wow. I just love that you don't stand alone. I know. That was enough. <laughs> yeah, that like, was done. Powerful. Done. How about you? Oh my God. What did you draw? I got Archangel Gabriel. <gasps> it always feels safe to be seen. 444. No. 444. Oh. And it's number 11 as well. Oh, what I in the world? Are these all double digits? 11. I'm a master number 11. Okay. Old souls know only too well that fear will not hesitate to destroy love. If given the chance, you must not let fear do this to you. You have a choice. With <laughs> your guidance, there we go. you already have these experiences in the past. You do not need to continue having them. Yeah, it's a karmic. You are ready to be seen. You shall not be cast down. Yes. I'm coming out from behind the books, I think. Let go wow. of fear and take the next step on your journey speak up you're you got to speak up oh i love tarot cards so you guys need to try these crystal mandala oracles they are so thorough shout out to alana fairchild yeah. and shout out to emma milden the divine goddess that is in my <laughs> presence i was right by the way everybody in the intro i predicted that your place would be super feng shui full of candles and crystals and super white and bright exactly what i visualized plus a big buddha and what in the world yep that is exactly what it surrounds us. You have the cutest place. Thank you. Yeah, I like my little pad. I love your little pad. And Luna's outside. She's so fun. Oh, <laughs> you might hear her barking sometimes throughout this. Anyways, I have some questions for you that I'm going to be pulling up. So, the last time we talked on this podcast, we talked about all the mystical wisdom, everything that people go to you for, because you are their spiritual personal assistant, such mm -hmm. as astrology and numerology. But we, and we dived somewhat into the goddess stuff, but I want to definitely expand on this. Like, what got you, first of all, into wanting to dive deep into goddess and evolution of goddess? Yeah. Do you know what? The truth, I didn't want to. What? I didn't want to. That's the truth. Wow. Yeah. Wait. What? I, yeah. Legit. I finished writing Soul Searcher's handbook mm -hmm. and I was like, enough. I'm done. I'm exhausted. I've been slaving for these guides. I've been working away. I want my life back. I'm done. So I hang up. I hung up my spiritual, my soul purpose and I laid down in bed and I was like, I'm going to rest and be lazy and live my life like a normal human and I've served I'm done and about six hours later I woke up just six hours later yeah <laughs> long rest day my guides are slave drivers no I swear kidding. to god I'm in a spiritual slave rowing boat with whips on my back and um I sat upright and I had this sense of overwhelming urgency and I get really um emotional whenever I, I talk about what happened with evolution of goddess mm. <clears throat> because I felt like it was a emergency I felt hot and sweaty and anxious and I scribbled and I scribbled down 
feminine goddess and then these mixture of little logos I, don't, I wasn't sure what it was it was like a, a scribble and then in the morning I woke up and it was kind of like this cryptic da Vinci code that I'd um scribbled out and I looked and I'd drawn like the evolution logo but it wasn't ape to man um it was woman and it was you know the the mermaid to the fairy to the empress to the queen to the businesswoman to the warrior to meditating and so I googled it as I tend to do with um, my my book ideas and the more I looked at evolutionary logos the more I realized that there was a Lego man, there was Homer Simpson, there was the ape and the yeah. man, but there was no female. There wasn't even Barbie evolving. And yeah, and I um, started right. looking into evolution. The word evolution started singing to me. And goddess was like a drum, a drum, a drum. Um, and a whole new entourage of spiritual guides showed up and these were sassy bitches. <laughs> I swear to God. Yes. Um, Soul Searcher's Handbook, it was like my spiritual training bra. This book demanded me to burn it, to burn my spiritual training bra and not in a feminist way, in a feminine way. Um, and it was... Wow, wait, why do you say that? Not yeah. in a feminist way, but a feminine way. Yeah, a feminine way and I, I have mad respect for feminists. Mm -hmm. I get it. I'm all mm -hmm. for equality as well. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. Mm -hmm. But the feminine way was for today. And it's different because it's inclusive of everybody. Because everybody can be feminine. Everybody has feminine. It's not exactly. gender specific. Exactly. And masculine. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where it needed to shift. You know, it's a different time, a different energy. And yeah, so Evolution of Goddess came through and it, and it was all about that femininity and minus the labels and minus the hurt. You know, as a society, we've evolved now to, to be smarter. We've evolved. We get it. We understand. We've healed. We've come a long way. We're working it out. We're more compassionate. We're more emotionally intelligent. So it was about evolving the amazing movements that were done by women before us so that I could stand up and write this book for everybody else. Um, wow. But it was about evolving it for now. And I'm happy you did. That was yeah. a very powerful download and a very clear download too. You think you're done. And then just six hours later, you are scribbling something that just cannot get out of your oh mind. My God. That is so <laughs> beyond powerful. Well, the biggest thing happened because I was like urgent. Yeah. Sweat mo urgent. <laughs> like this get on the get phone done. yeah um and I was ringing every publisher that I could think of I wanted this book out like as soon as possible it felt like an emergency I swear oh. to god like literally the next day I was like I need this is urgent like my soul had me on fire about this yes. um and I got really angry and really frustrated um and had like spiritual tantrum meltdown moments where Everyone was telling me, it's three years. It's three years. It's three years, everybody. Um, I found the most amazing editor, Zena, who is like this goddess warrior who I couldn't have had the most amazing woman to work with me on Evolution of Goddess. And in that three years of me learning the art of patience, which is something I suck at, I am learning, mm -hmm. um, and the art of surrender, 
the most amazing things unraveled, the spiral happened. And it was always meant to happen that way. You know, the Trump, the marches, Oprah, the marches, Oprah. And now, 2018, with Evolution of Goddess about to drop, I know why it was so urgent back then. Because it was always going to take oh, that amount it? of time. Yes. Everybody's recognizing now that there is the rise of the feminine happening. I even wrote a poem about it. The rise of the feminine is here. It's happening now. Yep. Yeah. The mar- the woman marches. This is the, there couldn't be a better time for this to come out. No wonder it took three years and we're still also, wow. We're also still waiting for it to be released in June or July. 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 One yeah. of the J months. Yeah. I knew that. Um, so it's going to be released July Uh, 10th july 10th okay (laughs) mark your calendars people but i I wonder if there's something specific that is going to and revolutionary that's going to happen that day wow tipping point because it's it's being released during a time when yeah wow feminine superpowers are taking over and i love the subtitle is a modern girl's guide to activating your feminine superpowers you guys i have the advanced uncorrected proofs not for sale copy (laughs) in my hands i love it and it does have a drawing of uh a mermaid fairy egyptian goddess what is that queen queen i didn't know that was a businesswoman yeah that's amazing yogi and a meditator yeah that's powerful yeah and I liked that it wasn't all about learning evolving from chip to chimp to walking yeah because we evolve forward by turning inwards yeah and I think that that's what's beautiful about where we are as a society lots of people get spirituality you know we get it we get that meditating is important we know that yoga is good for us. We know that eating well and nourishing (laughs) our body is good for us we're we're conscious right we're mindful many people but are we activated like spiritually activated. What does spiritually that mean activist. to you, being activated? There's a difference between be and being, mm. right? To be is, you know, you can meditate, you can om, you can chant, you can self-love, me, 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 spirituality. But being is showing up. It's how it, you it's are. It's an actual verb. It's, it's an actual it's a, action. Yeah. And then be, you just are. Yeah. You just are. And I love that. So you have the businesswoman, the yogi, then the meditator, and that this is pretty because you know the queen that seems so renaissance and something that is foreign to us that we yeah. can't really unless you know we can't really wrap our minds around right now at this time except for we all have that queen energy we have all these energies inside of us but right now in our physical presence who we can see we see the businesswoman but it's interesting the transition it was just like purpose uh, on purpose the transition between the businesswoman and the yogi somebody that is very influenced by the girl boss power and finding her soul as the yogi and then as and then but still active and needing yeah. to stay active and in that yang energy and then she taps into her meditative soul is that some you've, of got that you've got wow, it wow that is so interesting I love this um what does goddess mean to you now though yeah so it was interesting because obviously um the amount of research I had to do for the book was insane <laughs> very intensive I was buried under books for a long time Um, And I read every definition of goddess you could think of, from archaeologists to theorists to psychologists to mythology to legends to archetypal studies. And the most consistent and, I think, resonating definition was a woman who is greatly admired. 
and it is that simple and I think if you can make it a soul or a person who you greatly admire and I mean that's that's I think where the mythology and where the the goddess really weaved in for me because we hear stories from when we're kids fairy tales yeah and it teaches us who we admire and the story and why and we learn about the good guy and the bad guy or the moral or the lesson yeah and why you know and they become (laughs) the core of who we are as and how we be how we being um yeah it does shape us society has especially in it with you know disney princesses has shaped our realities for us to assume that life should be the certain fairy tale way yeah or just uh, not even just obviously movies but there are so many pendulums and I call them pendulums but they're yeah. super structures that as I call them pendulums because it's like we're swaying yeah um and as momentum builds and the collective ends up believing this certain superstructure the pendulum sways and the momentum gets stronger and stronger and be- people become hypnotized to believe whatever this superstructure has had us believe and wow it's amazing that these stories that for example disney or i, I can't just blame disney but like <laughs> damn you the, disney the, damn you disney <laughs> but we have the, there's a certain goddess that they we think that we're supposed to be a certain princess yeah. that lives within all of us but there's so many different types well i think we've forgotten that there's a beautiful tragic dark side to the goddess that got left behind in the fairy dust fairy tale ending of it all and so when we're confronted with the void and the woman with our sword down our back that wants to slay a situation or wants to flame ball a situation we don't know how to deal with her and we don't think it's okay we yeah. think that we're wrong we think that th- this is not okay we're not supposed yeah. to be this we're way we need to, to be... throw water on her wow like how horrible wow you know this or part burn about... her down yeah <laughs> tie her up yeah. muzzle her <laughs> you know yeah. and i think what we're seeing is one so many different discussions and conversations and points of view about the side of us that has been I don't want to say silenced or at war or imprisoned. You know, there's all these different points on it, but she's just been asleep, sleeping beauty, buried under earth, right? And it's time that she rises, sprouted, yeah, rised. And that feminine energy, not in just us females, but also men. Men and the most amazing men. And we see them. I mean, love him or hate him Obama is is great at the at his femininity he's strong but he's vulnerable and he's and he's um powerful but kind and compassionate and that's what we love about him he's playful he's playful I love that oh um and we were talking about well we all have a little bit of masculine Mm -hmm. and a little bit of feminine inside of us and that it's not gender specific men do carry feminine energy inside of them and we carry masculine energy but so what are some differences between the two so energy whether it's yin or yang masculine or feminine good or bad whatever um the whole point with everything is about balance And I think when we think of the spectrum of life and whether that it's spiritual atheist or um, masculine or feminine or 
activist or conservative, whatever, it's a spectrum. And actually, anything ist is normally a sign that it's out of balance. Terrorist, sexist, racist, whatever. It's out of balance. And the whole point is trying to hit that sweet spot in the middle. So meeting in the middle. So understanding your femininity and your masculinity when they collide, when they crash up against each other like two different seas, um, magic happens. And when you can dance with them both together, um, I think particularly for a lot of females, it's about being reacquainted with the feminine. A lot of people are really intimidated by the goddess and think it's hairy armpits and hanging out with girls in the forest <laughs> with your tits out. It's not relax. <laughs> it's relaxed. I think that's the other end of the spectrum. <sighs> you know, again, it's about... That's another archetype. <laughs> yeah. Colin. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about understanding your body and how you yeah. even flow and how things change and you change and one minute you'll be feeling young feminine. Young feminine is the victim. I'm mm. this way because this happened to me and this is why I'm like this. It's not my fault. This happened to me. Young yeah. masculine, um, there's a winner or a loser. I'm going to be the winner. <laughs> it's on in the arena of life. Uh, we've all had that. We've yeah. all been there. Oh, man, every I month. Mean, but yeah, every <laughs> month, first of all. <laughs> every moon cycle, all these little characters come out to play. <laughs> the mature feminine. Whoops. It's all right. Mature feminine is, um, she's not the victim anymore. She's grateful that those things happened to her and she's evolved from them. Mm. She's grateful that the tragedy happened because she's a better person. She learned from them. She took the lesson. She's not the victim anymore. Um, the mature masculine, he won, but it was a hollow victory. Wow. He, he wants to understand how everyone can win. He, he understands that there's more than a winner or a loser. And I think when you can understand that, all straight, I mean, this stuff isn't new. Like um, Caroline Mace has done the most amazing, uh, Carl Jung, um, Pinkola, you know, Dr. Estes Pinkola, um, so many amazing theorists and archaeologists and authors have written about this stuff. Um, they've written about it in sometimes such a deep way. Again, it's kind of like when I started writing, writing Soul Searchers Handbook, I was like, these are intense. <laughs> God, <laughs> chill out. Can someone just tell me like the ABC version of what I need to know? Um, and so it's kind of the same, same story. It's um, learning the energy. So again, coming back to your question, masculine energy, um, feminine energy. I look at archetypes like energy. Yeah. So in the book, you learn about your archetype in an energy sense and how you can hone that and get that in balance. So you might be in fire goddess mode, which is amazing because fire goddess, yeah, sure, she can be destructive and she can burn shit down, but she is passionate. She is raw. She has a fire in her belly and she's action, right? She's yang, oh, yeah. the fire goddess. And, and mm. she's, when she shows up, she, you're going to get shit done. Mm. Um, or you might be the water goddess. Now, water goddess is really sensitive and emotion. She feels deeply and she's very reactive. So she can be tranquil and calm, but then rage and storm and she feels and that's her superpower her feelings yeah you know I think one of the biggest things about the energies is that we've always looked at elements particularly as four sun earth water fire yeah. 
And there's not, there's always been five, particularly when it comes to goddess, because how could we ever think of the sun and ignore the moon? Yang. Yang, yeah. sun, moon, yin. Yin. <laughs> yin. So we're, we're bringing everything goddess back, and that includes the moon, the moon element. Our intuition, our creativity, our sense of nurture and protection, our grandmother energy. You know, the women that at the moment feel that sense of urgency to protect others that don't have a voice, to speak for the land that doesn't have a voice. It's um, moon energy, it's grandma energy. Wow, I'm curious more about this moon energy and when it comes to its correlation with feminine energy. Because let's say there's a full moon and I know at that time we're supposed to celebrate and tap into to that fire goddess. Yeah. Different different for everybody. Right. Because the thing is, okay, and I've said this about rituals before, every day you are different. You feel different. Different things happen to you. Your energy is different. What you need is different. The challenges that you're going to face is different. So to say that you have the same archetype, yeah. Is ridiculous. Right. You change every day. You're evolving every day. We're evolving, expanding beings. Yeah. And we should be. It's energy. So your energy, so whether you might be fire one day, moon the next, water the next, air the next. I love it. Earth. Embrace it. Yeah. Change. And so a full moon for you, one full moon might be about, I want to be surrounded by women. Mm. I want to learn and be in company. The next full moon, you're like full hermit mode. Fuck everyone. That's what me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I swear. There's one mo- full moon where I am in this party mode. And then the next, I am a total hermit like right now. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is um, you know what's right for you. Listen to that. Listen to your energy. Listen to that feminine superpower that's always been telling you yeah. what you need and what's right for you. You are more intuitive than you can even comprehend. So stop ignoring her. Like, how yeah. freaking rude. If someone talked to you on the street <laughs> and you walk past them, you're a dick. <laughs> so <laughs> how does your intuition feel? Like, yeah. that's your feminine superpower. Many people have a hard time and with listening to her. Mm-hmm. And they numb themselves out. And there are might be a lot of girls and guys listening that are super tapped in maybe to their masculine energy they might not recognize it right now but they are listening to this and they're like well it sounds like I am not so in tune with my feminine energy what are some steps or rituals that they can do or what tools can they take right now after this podcast to move forward and tap into their feminine energy by the way guys uh you'll be hearing some motorcycles past that's okay (laughs) it's okay sorry (laughs) that is not my bum or my tummy (laughs) (laughs) i promise it's a motorbike excuse me (laughs) um the best way you can honor and welcome and bow and acknowledge feminine energy is to feel acknowledge what you feel Um, and whether that's a hunch or a gut feeling or an emotion and sit with that you know I think sometimes we're very good at patching things over or putting earth over seedlings of things that really should should transcend and transpire into something beautiful and and be something that we learn and grow with yeah Um, we bury them and so I think being able to really acknowledge what you feel 
and then start to sit with why yeah that's the start exactly it's all about the language of feeling which we talk about all the time in this podcast because that is everything that is your infinite wisdom right there and that is your feminine energy right there that language of feeling that's everything that you hold all the answers right there um but people do sometimes like numb themselves out from listening to her but just trust that you'll hear her what are some of your intuitive hits when you know ah thank you that's a little nudge like for me I get chills you know I talk about that all the time like I have goosebumps or I call it truth bumps now thanks to Jim Quick one of our guests I I call I get truth bumps all the time whenever I'm like ah that was a truth that was a truth I love that (laughs) um I get you know I'm I'm a normal person I ignore them sometimes totally I you know I feel like my guides roll their eyes at me all the time um (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah mine too (laughs) yeah I get um numbers a lot of repeating numbers yes songs Mm. um really loud profound voices and it's not like an idea it's Mm. not the type of feeling that you're like oh that's something that popped into my head it's like an echo Mm. and they're the sort of things that go away so you know when you when you have an idea and then you think oh I'll remember that later these oh Never like come some back. Some of my questions <laughs> for you while I was driving here, and I'm like sitting here, I'm like, what were they? It happens. Oh yeah, and those ideas. Well, have you ever read Big Magic? Yeah, by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh my and she gosh. says that those ideas, if you don't grab those and take action on yeah. those and start being yeah. those right now, then they are going to float away. Yeah, to somebody they else. land to someone else. They'll land, totally. Yeah. So yeah, whatever your idea is right now, and... it's a big idea. So take action on it, people. Oh my god, I love Big Magic. Great yeah. book. One of my favorite books of Man. all time. I'm excited to dig more into this book. I'm going to flip open to a random page. Earth mythology. Ooh. There are different, so there are different archetypes. And you and I were talking about earlier, and I know that I'm very, when it comes to the different elements, I think I have a lot of earth in me. Yeah. I don't have any air in my signs anywhere when it comes to astrology. That's, a, that's I mean, I don't want to say air is a bad thing. Right. But that is, it's quite a good thing considering you're here to get some stuff done. Try Sorry to interrupt, but I would just like to say a quick thank you to our delicious sponsor, Four Sigmatic. So for those of you who are not familiar with Four Sigmatic and the power of mushrooms, then it's time to listen up because Allie and I are in love We are in love with lion's mane, in love with reishi and cordyceps and chaga, which we like to either add to or completely replace our daily coffee. And just adding these magical elixirs frees coffee drinkers from all the jitters and crashes and stomach issues. You know what I'm talking about, coffee drinkers, (laughs) that our bodies are just so over-experiencing from coffee overdose. (laughs) let's be honest or we just drink the magical elixirs as a coffee replacement themselves just drinking the shrooms and it's actually delicious when you mix it with stevia and coconut milk my favorite for energy is cordyceps because well they get me fired up for just a nice long run or a sweet vinyasa flow but at night if i want to calm down reishi 
which is also known as liquid yoga, which calms and eases my mind and body, kind of like a safe tranquilizer for the brain, as we'd like to call it, as it alleviates stress and activates sleep cycles. And then during the day, when you want to focus, my absolute favorite, I think this one is actually my favorite of all the shrooms, lion's mane. This one is used by Buddhist monks to enhance focus during meditation. And for the non-coffee lovers out there, well, okay, one, you're crazy. Smart, but crazy. But they do have a delicious matcha mix for you that I absolutely love, and I'm not even a big matcha fan. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I did list the benefits of each mushroom on our blog, euromagic.life. And if you're just interested in purchasing the shrooms, well, Four Sigmatic is gifting the Soul Tribe 15% off. So click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash Soul Tribe. That's Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe so one word no spaces soul tribe for 15 percent off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order soul freaking delicious enjoy and enjoy the rest of the show yeah well my body you know it ebbs and flows like we were talking about and you said there was a certain goddess and i want to start talking about the different yeah. types of goddesses yeah. I'm so interested. So what was the one that you were talking about earlier? Yeah. So the other day we were sitting on the beach and you were talking away. And I have to be <laughs> honest with you, for a moment there, I Charlie Browned. So all I could hear was, murk, 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 murk. <laughs> and it wasn't because I wasn't with you, I was, but you changed. Oh, interesting. So it's almost like you shapeshifted in a way. Yeah. And I was looking at you... And I looked over at the beach and all these birds flew away. And I was like, Moragan. Now, Moragan is an amazing goddess. Uh-huh. She's very um, Celtic, English, Irish. I'm, I'm not getting pinpointing that area right, but she's around that realm. Like me. Yeah. Your blood. Uh-huh. And she would change from goddess to crow, to crone, to maiden. Wow. To mother, to crone, to crow. Um, beautiful shapeshifter. And her story is um, kind of sad. So she fell in love and um, a war was involved and he chose his army over her and she punished him. And But always the shapeshifter and she's um, agile and emotionally intelligent to morph and move around the people around her to always be in her own two feet and in the best state of her for whoever she's around. And yeah, I feel like you'd resonate with her a lot. Wow. With any god, I mean, the goddess stories in this book from... Yeah, you have so many different types Peru of goddesses to Egypt to, like, lost civilizations to... I'm so interested in the Egypt one. Oh my god. Tell me about an Egypt They're goddess. Amazing. They're amazing. Oh, I mean, there's, like, um, there are heaps of cats. So the Egyptians were all... Um, a lot of the feminine entities were with the cows, the cats, the birds. Mm. Um, so you really get into all, almost, like, the goddess totems. 
Yeah. Which is beautiful. Like, I mean, and you'll see them. You were talking before about the snake and you, you were you moving your hands to me when you were talking like a snake. Oh, um, my god! You're talking about shedding your skin, which is very Moragan shapeshifter, but also snake sheds its skin. It constantly moves and transforms. Shaki, it's, it's moving, it's agile, it's healing, it sheds, it's... Was I talking about a snake earlier? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. I wrote today when I was at the street organics, I wrote this poem about a snake and shedding its skin. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. So many synchronicities <laughs> right now. But hey, it, it was something that just came through randomly at the coffee shop. Wow. This yeah, is you so are. interesting. I feel like you're, you're definitely... What's her name again? Moragan. Moragan. Wow. Yeah. And we were talking about, because I do physically and internally as well, shift also, I know that you talk a lot about, well, I see on your Instagram post, you talk about light councils yeah. of goddess. What is yeah. a light council? For me, a light council are the women who uh-huh. show up right when you need them. Yeah. And they show up in force. So I, I call them, for me, I, everyone, everyone has a light, light council. Like right now, you listening, think about the people who you've appointed in different positions in your life. So you are the CEO of you.com and you have a vice president, you know, the counselor, the cheerleader, you know, the receptionist. You have these people that you go to and most of the time they don't know that you've employed them and that they're (laughs) operating in a position. Um, And sometimes they're people that you would least expect and you wouldn't have really given much thought to, you know, like I... I think there's one lady that I go to advice and she's a grumpy old lady. I don't know if I even really like her that much, but I go to her because I know that I'll always get the truth Ah. because she's not afraid to hurt my feelings. She's my hard coach. Wow. She is my hard coach. She's like my boot camp Marine Corps leader. But she like lets you have it. Yeah. And tell me what I need to hear. I want one of those. Yeah. You will have one. Think about it. I guess the biggest thing with a light council is that you know what's best for where you need to get to be and you need to appoint the right people around you so that also means firing people who aren't doing their job and don't worry about firing them because they don't even know that they had a job in the first place (laughs) you know but bow out bow out of um energy that isn't a catalyst for you that doesn't leave you feeling more inspired or more settled or more centered you know, I like to surround myself with what I call expanders, people yeah. that are expanding me in some way, or I feel like I'm helping expand them, or it, we're both doing it together. I love that. You're wise. <laughs> You're very wise. You're wise, too. Shapeshifter. <laughs> You're such a shapeshifter. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what does the female face of God throughout history look like? Yeah. So many faces so many faces and none because it's energy right you know like and I don't even want to say it wasn't male it's female or it's female and it's male it's energy right you know and I don't want to say that in a sandals and candles type of way <laughs> like a little airy fairy people are like yeah that's energy yeah I so don't mean it in like the kumbaya like, way no it really is energy <laughs> yeah but it, it really it's is. hard for us to comprehend sometimes yeah. though because we're like 
you know, I remember when I was shifting away from that idea that God was not a man and he wasn't a person that is going to choose my fate when I die, my destiny, I guess, because my fate, I guess, is already predestined, supposedly. And I was always confused about that. I'm like, why do I need to... I feel like I'm being so judged and why do I have to fear this God man in the sky? And I would think of his face and I'm like, why am I scared of you? Like instead of trying to feel good for you. Yeah. But having this idea that there is a male female energy that is not an actual face or person that is going to decide my afterlife destiny makes everything feel more at ease here yeah. on this earth and that's the whole point I feel like as as humans we just look for things that help us that make us feel a bit more consoled and cradled and at peace with our day and mm-hmm. the stuff that gets thrown at us and so I think stories is one of those we feel we can relate yeah. we understand we've been the winner and the loser in any given month. The young, the young masculine. <laughs> um, but we also um, need the tools. So when you think of, you know, particularly an evolution of goddess, it's so much more than understanding what energy you're and space you're in and hearing stories that you can relate to. It's about getting the modalities to help you hone or hone down or balance or dial up um, whatever energy you're in. What so are some of those tools? Everything. So... Whatever energy you're in, there'll be flowers that you can put your, you know, foods that will resonate with you more. Oils. Wait, what do you mean like what kind of energy you're in? Like if you are in a bad mood or if you're feeling um, you are a little smaller putting on this invisible cloak or if you're a little too much out there and a little narcissistic or something like are those the type of different energies? Totally. So like, okay, if you're feeling a little bit down, Mm -hmm. you're probably in water energy Mm. feeling emotionally deeply you've sunk right you're feeling a bit subdued immersed in what you're feeling so there's water energy modalities to help you in that if you're feeling destructive and angry and your fire energy and there's modalities to help you in that if you're feeling eerie Mm. like you're super social but you're not really anywhere and you're feeling completely ungrounded but then you want to see everyone but then you're never really (laughs) here or there and you feel like you're never really connected with anybody right that's air Mm -hmm. there's things that you can tap into for that and it's not Mm -hmm. just about learning about the other goddesses and there is themes and common common threads between the energy and the goddess that coincides with the energy. So the moon goddesses had always run away from something. You know, the, the, the sun god- goddesses had almost always been at war mm. with something, you know, and it helps you understand that maybe you're running away from something in your life or you're at war with something that you need to confront and make peace with or, or you know, victor over, mm. confront. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just another way so that you can... So let's say that you are down and you have... There are, you say, water mo- modalities that mm-hmm. could help you uh, rise back up from that water. Um, what are What is one example? Yeah, so one. water modalities, we have different salutations. Mm-hmm. Water is obviously aromatherapy and scent is important to mm-hmm. water. Yeah. Um, the 
ritual of bath. Right, of course. And missing yourself in water. Especially natural Aligning water. Aligning your chakras Like in ocean water. or hot springs yeah. or rivers. Yeah. Spending time by moving water. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to close your eyes and meditate, but you can just watch the water. Wow, yeah. Um, I, I've found this writing this book because I was like, I have to try this. I'm not going to write about this shit and then not actually do it. <laughs> Good. I'm so, glad that you're a true per, like a true oh, author yeah, yeah. that's actually practicing what they're preaching. And so I went and I sat down by this river in New Zealand. Beautiful, green, moss everywhere. You really are in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I sat down by this river and there's a token sheep behind me. Of course. They're everywhere. And I'm watching the water flow and I'm like, oh, it looks so effortless. And at first I'm resentful of the water because Mm. I start to think, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm swimming upstream. Why am I swimming against the current? What's going on for me? Wow. You know, and the more I sit there with water, spend time with water, don't have to be in it. You can just be with it. I realize that actually to truly flow, you need to float which means not grabbing on to any of the roots or rocks as you wow. carry yourself down, not trying to steer yourself or navigate yourself or direct yourself up stream. Yeah. It's actually about surrender and trust. Arms on your chest, feet up. Yeah. Breathe. Don't hold your breath. You will sink. <laughs> yeah. And go and, and actually go with the flow. And I think, yeah, when you're, when you're, aware of the element that might be connected to you you can learn from the element and it's an ancient thing it's not just from us I I know well nature is one of our greatest teachers Mm -hmm. and it just sounded like at that time you knew exactly what modality tool to pull out and so you chose water because of what you were going through and that was supposed to be the case because nature really is our greatest teacher. We get so many downloads when we just listen and recognize like our life situation can be exactly what we're witnessing nature experience or wave to us themselves and what it's rippling with that water is exactly like you needed to just allow yourself to flow and surrender and let go. And what better way to tell you this than the idea of fighting against a current going upstream? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so Be powerful. with that energy. Be with that element. And so that's one of the modalities. And they're not. The thing is, I think when you're reading about your energy at the time or whether you look at it daily or weekly or yearly or whatever, um, it will make sense to you and it will feel like you already know the answer when you're reading it. Yes. Because you do. You just feel it. You're yeah. like, ah, I get her. Um, who are some goddesses today that oh. really fully embody or, and are activated in their feminine superpowers? I love that. And I put them all throughout the book. Okay, good. Um, women that are real and that are doing it. Yes. And show you how to walk the talk. Yeah. Um, and there's all sorts of people. There's people who lead matches, people who write books, people who quietly go about their business, but as a result, ripple out. Um, you know, there's been people throughout history who I mentioned in the book who I just adore, like Rachel Carson, who spoke out hugely about pesticides years ago. Year, years and years and years ago and now this is starting to come through fruition things that she spoke about being so 
evident in today. She's um, saving our bodies. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Wow. Um, women that are working in sustainable um, power and businesses, um, you know, what they're doing to help impact and change the world in a different way. You know, you don't have to be holding a, a protest sign on the street. You yeah. can be helping to change the way people use solar energy and helping getting that to the mainstream yeah. through to, you know, the authors and the speakers and people who are creating movements and not just about the earth or about spirituality, but about body image movement. Like a Taryn um, Bramford from Embrace. She's mm-hmm. done this beautiful documentary Embrace and she's been a big influence to me because mm-hmm. she is probably one of the bravest warrior goddess I see. Mm. She is not afraid to post on Instagram with it all out. Hell yeah. She never sucks in. She never angles her chin down. She never oh. hoists her camera up in the sky to get the perfect angle. She owns it and she dances and she sings and it's so inspiring. That is Because it's real. It's real. I have goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> My truth bumps. Because it's real. Wow. Who else? Um, who's an author that is that you because you're an author yourself but who's somebody that you really look up to that owns their divine feminine energy there are so many there are so many women who I you have so many books your living room's also a library there's (laughs) even all behind me I know I just yeah I'm a bookworm and woman wise I adore Rebecca Campbell Shannon Kayser Mm -hmm. um Terai Trent um I loved Maria Gimbut, I can never pronounce her last name. Amazing archaeologist that studied mm-hmm. goddess. Um, Gloria Stenham. Ah. Oh. oh, yeah. So many. Yeah. The, the ladies at Energy Muse, that they write about crystals. Yes, we interviewed them. Oh, they are brilliant. I love Kim them. And Tammy, I think, yes. And you know what? The reason why I love all these women and they're all so different is because they've found their why. Yes. And they're goddess because they're a woman I greatly admire. They're owning it. I greatly admire them too. Yeah. I still want to read Rebecca Campbell's book. Um, and is there anything else in this book that you want to let our listeners know about? I'm searching through it right now. I would love. So there's one thing that really repeated, like, you know, that annoying song that gets stuck in your head. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have them daily. You made me obsessed with Macklemore, by the way. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I'm obsessed with Macklemore. Which one? Sing it so loudly. Yeah, (gasps) the chick part. I'm like, this is my part. Oh my (laughs) gosh, we were all in the car. It was you, Brad, your adorable fiance, who's like, he's hiding in the bedroom right now, which is so (laughs) sweet. Um, and then it was Ali and Claire and I in the back, and that's we were all in the middle of a, I think a deep conversation. I don't know. That song came on, and. Allie and Claire and I, we just started going, oh, and you're like, oh, this is a song. You turned it up. The car was silent, except for there were some tears, and it was wonderful. If anybody has listened to that song these days, Macklemore, just make sure you have a tissue with you. Yeah. It's so powerful. It makes you think about every 
run-in that you've ever had with another soul in your life and making peace with them, eh? It's healing. Oh my gosh, I just had truth bumps again because you're right. That yeah. is another... Everybody has their own interpretation and relationship yeah. with all songs and I, that song in particular. I go there. And when I hear that song, I greet them. Like I energetically have a dance. Yeah. And kind of make peace. Oh, speaking yeah. of dance, what are some ways we can fully embody? I was thinking about dance, like fully embody that goddess energy and really just happen. Cause I know one thing Allie and I would do is like, we would just turn on some goddessy music and just allow our hips to sway very snake-like and just Love. get into the music. And then the rest of the time we were just really tapped in and I'm not going to lie. We also have meditated to Beyonce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when the song was over, we looked up and we just looked into each other's eyes and we're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> we are weird. But like, what are some ways you can really just tap in and fully embody? I know there's so many different types of goddesses, but yeah. how about, ooh, that brings me to another question, which I will ask later. But okay. um, yeah, what are some ways to just tap into maybe a powerful yeah. goddess energy, like that Marilyn energy that I was yeah. talking to you about? Yeah, Marilyn energy. Yes. The grind, you know, mm-hmm. like our pelvic and this is where the goddess like this is where people trying to get a little bit uncomfortable and I can feel like guys (laughs) being like oh god I'm tapping out um (laughs) don't it's okay I'll come back but (laughs) dance moving your hips you know the shaki Mm. that's why so many women are loving kundalini at the moment because Mm -hmm. it's almost like that spiral energy and when we dance and when you get into that trance light state in a festival and you see that one chick who's dancing on her own and at first you think she looks crazy and then you get lured in like the moth to the flame because she just looks so erotic and at peace she is in her she's rose her snake her kundalini her, her oh my gosh. goddess and she is yeah. owning it right yes and you look at her and you think you're sexy you're a minx like i look how free you are and she's dancing that saying dance like no one's watching it's so true Man. it just makes you seem or it makes you so empowered do you know that and um, carefree one of the things that the role of the goddess the priestess used to be mm. when men came back from war when they were vulnerable and broken and hurt and they needed healing and they needed nurturing and protection from the feminine, they would come, and in the temples, these priestesses would dance, and move, and be sexual, and kiss, and hold, and hug, and fuck, and it was all sacred, it was all sacred, because it was all about feminine energy, and expression, and connection, and healing, and nothing was ever prostituted, or dirty, about it, because it was giving your energy to someone else you know and I think um that is still a big element of goddess that people struggle with and I think there's I mean society whatever the the evolution of goddess is what it is well it's like you said 2018 and now it's rising the feminine energy and we're accepting that Mm -hmm. no longer masking it with the masculine energy so it is fully blooming which is beautiful but speaking of that wonderful f word um I and I talked to you. I remember you said this. I know you know exactly where I'm going. So I know one thing that I need to work on, and that is tapping into my sexual goddess energy. I am so not tapped into that 
fully admitted it. Like I, I do do my best at times when I write a poem and it just sounds so sexy and smooth. I'm like, Ooh, yes. Or I dance and I like tap into her, but I like, I've told you it has been four years since I have slept with a man. I am not tapped into that part and I can tell my solar plexus area it is telling me like you need to have that happen you need to manifest that soon but I don't want to just have that with anybody you know that's just I which is fine when people do or I just don't want to go there yet but how do I tap into that energy (laughs) without until I you know find him yeah play play Mm. And I don't mean that in, like, a dirty, wanky way. No. Like, actually play, like, sensual. Like, mm-hmm. okay, when was the last time that you actually massaged your chest? Oh, my gosh, it's been years, probably. Yeah. And do you know what? Like, the more women do that, and whether it's just in the shower when they're washing and you give yourself an extra five minutes and actually give yourself some time and acknowledge your body. Right. Um people's breasts become more picky like forget boob jobs babes and push-up bras and all that shit like right get in there and like spend time with them you know like you ignore wow. these limbs these part beautiful parts of your body because you're so busy looking at your goddamn face like yeah. you guys these are what makes you feminine your curves yeah you know your lumps as most women would probably describe them you know like how many times do you look spend your time sucking in and twisting and angling and, and contorting yourself right instead of actually massaging and and Being. doesn't have to be sexual or sensual it's just more about spending time in your vessel and tapping your vessel ah this is my vessel and she needs i know i know so well wholeheartedly that that is one energy that I, my soul desperately is screaming to tap back into. And I was like, well, I don't want to do it with just anybody right now, but I like that. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, own your, own your energy and (laughs) welcome people into your space. It's one thing, leaky vessel. And I'm sure I've told you about this, but leaky vessel, I feel like you and I would be very bad at leaky vessel. So the feminine. We are a vessel of energy and we wake up in the morning, we are full. Mm-hmm. We are full. And as soon as we open our mouth, we start to empty. Mm. And the more we talk, the more we spill our energy. Mm. And as a creative, whether you are writing or blogging, making content, singer, you know, whatever, whatever you're making, creating with your feminine energy, don't spill or crack your vessel and mm-hmm. seep energy out. And that means try to have moments of silence mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. um, and hone that energy into your time. So whether that's a massage or self-love or a book or a walk or writing or poetry or whatever it is you do. But mm-hmm. the feminine in us loves to befriend and tend and mm. mother and nurture. Um, mother is definitely a thing of mine. I definitely hit mother. Yeah. And so you spill your energy out. So don't. But why am I starting to feel like this is a bad thing? Like I well, I am. I do feel good about the fact that I'm finally vulnerable and sharing my story. 
but I do understand the spilling that makes sense um, because I used to just like keep it all in um, and not share anything but now and I do love to mother and be there but then sometimes I feel like that can be taken for granted and now I'm trying to figure out all right what's the balance I want to share and I want to be vulnerable so I can be there for people that you know come to your own magic to uh, learn more and feel less alone and uh, yeah learn more and discover themselves and also and also when it comes to friends I do love to mother and give them that attention but I don't want to be taken advantage of anymore so where's the balance for both of those the balance <laughs> the whole theme right we've been talking about right. and all of us are trying to work it out like yeah. and all of us want to belong all of us are working out the balance. Mm-hmm. Like anyone that says that they know everything, that they've got it sorted, mm-hmm. that they're in balance, is full of it. We're all working out. We all it don't out. know. Yeah. <laughs> we the more we know, the less we know. I, re- I yeah. realize that. Like the more I'm starting to learn, I'm like, wow, the less I know. Like, yeah. I really don't know a lot. I was talking to my girlfriend the other day and she was like, I, I caught up with my grandmother. And she's not spiritual at all. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, meditating. Oh, yeah, that's good for you, love. That's good for you. You need that. You've got a busy mind. And, oh. um, you know, we all laughed. And she said, you know, I my practice is I go into my garden. And you know what? The longer you look at the flowers and you count the flowers, the more you see. Wow. And I thought... You're a wise lady. That is so beautiful. You're a wise lady. Yeah. The more you count the flowers, the more you see. You know what? I'm going to do that tomorrow when I go into the forest. Yeah. So you're conscious. You're talking about how you're learning about giving yourself, but then boundaries and finding that Mm -hmm. sense of balance. You're working it out. You're learning. You're growing. Yeah. And the more you see and experience, the more you'll learn and understand. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm. Like we work it out. It's a tightrope. And sometimes we fall and sometimes we fall hard, but we learn hard, right? Right. Sometimes, yeah, the hard falls are worth it, right? <laughs> the face plant, <laughs> the, the spiritual face plant moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. Um, is there any more about this book that you'd like to share? No, that's pretty much it. I think There's... the one thing, the, the song, the Macklemore repeat oh, yeah. song. So I started hearing a beating drum a lot when I was reading this book and um, huge spiders like Amazonian sized spiders would show up and they're not meant to live in New Zealand that size spiders and the more and more I research into spider as a goddess totem they're the weavers the magic and grandmother spider um, ancient grandmother energy and the drum was grandmother energy I found myself actually already hearing the beat of the song Whoa. So when I heard the song, Whoa, truth crazy. bumps, like you would say, through the roof, like I swear the hairs on my legs, and I'm not a hairy lesbian, I shave my legs, don't worry, uh-huh. um, but they could have cut through my pants, they were so long. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and so I reached out to this lady, and she's been an activist for for years, um, and I actually bowed to her, because I feel like where, where she's at, um, and what she's achieved is amazing. You know, I don't even scratch the surface of what she's been doing. Um, and her name was Sandy Vaughan. And I said, I, I have to share this song with you, with my book. And um, she's like, please, by all means. And so um, it's so funny because when you share someone else's creativity, you feel 
am I quoting it right? I hope they don't mind. Mm. Oh my gosh, what if they, you know, the, the chick in my head showed up and she was doing full ninja with my self-doubt. Oh my God, maybe I should take it <laughs> out. Oh my God. So I sent her the book the other day and um, she loved it and she sent me the nicest message and I cried and goosebumps went full steam and it's inspired her to write more songs, no. which is amazing. And um, if you get a chance to listen to her singing this actually actual song, it's divine. It is called I Hear the Voices of My Grandmothers. Um, and essentially, like, the lyrics are literally just listen, listen. Yeah, I want, I want you to Google and listen to it because I could read okay. it, but it, it doesn't do it justice. But it's essentially telling you the story of how you can hear the sound of your voices, gram- your grandmothers calling you, your ancestors. Wow. And they're asking you, she says, wake up, wake up, child, wake up, wake up, listen, listen. You know, and I feel like there's so many women and men out there at the moment that are feeling like the zombie apocalypse of just nine to five is over. You know, yeah, yeah we're all watching Netflix, but we're mm. thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and, and yeah, so I think I ended the book on that song because I felt so passionate about it. And it was a song that I promise you will haunt you in the most mesmerizing and mesmerizing <laughs> Mesmer- <laughs> yeah, I'm tired um I have a leaky vessel um <laughs> it will haunt you in the most beautiful way in the way that your dark goddess will awaken within you and I hope that you guys greet her and honor her and feel her out in the most glorious ways because she's a side of you that has so many more lessons and tools to teach you that you can even imagine and yeah at first she's wild and untamable and you'll feel like you've hit a crazy crazy switch um but that's the point I'm so happy that you circled back to that I will leave a link of that song I believe I should below so we're in the show notes so people can find it more easily um so I'll make sure to get that from you when we wrap up uh but you do have to answer this one last question, which you've answered before, so it might be a different one this time, but we ask all our guests, how would you advise our listeners to create their own magic? Oh, I wonder if this is the same answer. Mm-hmm. I would say stay curious. Mm, I think that was. Yeah? Okay, good. I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah. That was not you. It was somebody else, but I think that was you. Good. Curiosity is the best way to evolve and expand and develop and grow which is the whole point. (laughs) Stay curious. (laughs) Emma, thank you so much, seriously, for the second round. Like, everybody loved your last episode. So, and I know this one, we got even more brilliant nuggets of wisdom from you. So thank you so much. I love you so much. I love you too, babe. You're a soul (laughs) sister from another mother, for sure. You are to soul sister. It's so funny. You said, hey, you guys should, if you're ever in New Zealand, like, say hi. Then we pop up in New Zealand. We took it that seriously. Yeah. Yeah, And now you're sitting on my couch and and I'm looking into your soul. And I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad. Down to the bottom of the earth to have a sister hang out. How lucky am I? So, I feel so lucky. To the moon and back. I do. (laughs) 
We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at yourownmagic.life and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Raquel Mantra. Thank you. And have a magical day.